Hi everyone, I'm Ari Meglin here with Rachel Poley and we're your host for the Mary Writer podcast. We are on episode 133 and this week's question is, what should you include in your writing space? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoy the episode, please do give it a like, write a review and share it with friends. It really does help. Okay, so what should you include in your writing space? If you are lucky enough to have a dedicated space for writing, then these are a few things you might want to consider. I'm going to go with the main one, the most important in my eyes, a comfy chair. I cannot stress this enough. It is so important. If you sit to write, then invest in a good quality supportive chair. It should give you good lower back support and be fully adjustable. I personally like ones with a high back and headrest. I find it gives me better posture. For way too long, I used to use those really awful typical office chairs with a kind of rounded back and the blue or red cushioning cheap cheerful in a way with really you know padded seats and those horrible armrests and a couple of swivel wheels and honestly hurt my back so much just give me no real support and it's bad because obviously they're in offices all around the world but they're just rubbish they are the rubbish cheap nasty chairs they aren't good in my eyes so when I redid my office I actually put some money in and got a specific chair that's got a back support so it gives you a really good support on the lower spine like it's um, the, the back of the chair curves a little bit and then I've got a really good headrest, a padded headrest and no armrests because I hate them. And I actually find if you have armrests, it can make you put you in an awkward position. I know it's supposed to support your elbows. So you've got this nice like 90 degree angle with your arms. But I personally found it didn't work because either the armrest had to go lower so the chair could go under the, under the desk or the armrests were in the right position, but the chair was further away from the desk. So you were kind of like leaning heavily forward. So yeah. Definitely get a good comfy chair, put a bit of money in, find one that works, go and test them as well. Go and test them out and see what you think because it's so different. And obviously this is for if you are sitting writing. I know there's people out there who use the standing desks, which I know are very healthy and I should probably look into that, but no. Oh, by the way, I suppose if you're doing a standing desk, make sure you've got a nice padded mat so you're not putting too much pain and pressure on your feet. Threw in an extra one for the standing desk mob. That one works. I actually have a standing desk uh, where my desktop is, but it's it's not like the desk isn't one of those raising desks. It's just this little platform that you put on the surface and there's a button and you can move it up and down so you can adjust so you can adjust the height and stuff. I think I, I do agree with you about the whole comfy chair thing, except for the armrests. How do you not have armrests? My chair, as you can, as only Ari can see, you guys can't see, you don't have that privilege, but I don't have like a headrest. I just, this is me sitting on my butt. There's no armrest or anything, but I usually write like a gremlin. I'm either squatting with my feet on the bottom of the chair or I'm on my knees. And then I'm usually hunched over and I, I find myself writing like a gremlin a lot of times. And I do like try to fix my posture as much as possible and I'll lean back. But I do like having the armrest. Like if I'm doing research, so I'm like watching a YouTube video or something, I like to be comfortable. Like I, I'm not sitting in this chair just to write. Like so I'll lean back with my hands on the armrests. I'm demonstrating all of this for Ari guys. So I really hope my voice isn't going in and out from the <laughs> microphone because I keep moving. And so I apologize if I am. Get a comfy chair, but get one with armrests. Don't listen to Ari. She's nuts. I mean that with love, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> you can get armrests that can be removable. Do it that okay. way. That way you can try them. And when you realize they're rubbish, you can take them off. They're not rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I will admit though, I mean, this chair, the chair that I have now is about four years old. And when I get my new office, because I'm getting an addition on my house, when I get my new office, I do plan on upgrading my chair and I have a really, I'm going to get one of those really nice gaming chairs. So it will have a headrest, it will have armrests, and it'll also have a footrest and it'll be able to recline. So therefore, I'm going to get no writing done whatsoever. I'm just going to nap all day. So when you, when we say comfy chair, we mean ultimate comfort, people. As soon as you said it reclines, the first thing I thought is no work is going to get done. No work at all. Yep. Anyway, instead, you know, I'll, I'll stop arguing about chairs for a minute and I'll go on to my point. I think something important that you should have in your writing space are blue light glasses and compression gloves. I have compression gloves that Ari actually recommended to me. We were podcasting one time and I noticed that she was wearing these gloves and I was like, oh, those are cool. And while the smallest size is still too big for me, they still help me when I type. I think they're made for arthritis or something. I'm pretty sure. But when my wrists begin to hurt from typing, usually right before a nano session, it's like my brain, my body just knows you're going to be typing a lot next month. So let's hurt your wrists now. I wear the gloves for a few days while I work and it really does help. Again, they're, they're a little bit big on me, so I don't know if they're doing all that they can, but it does help. So if you're somebody that the gloves actually fit, they probably will help you too. And I also have blue light glasses. I don't wear glasses normally, so these are non-prescription. I know you can get blue lights in your prescription glasses because I think my sister has them, but the blue light glasses do help keep my eyes less strained when I'm staring at the computer screen all day. I don't really know the science behind it, but it does help. And I usually wear them late at night when I'm working or early in the morning if the sun isn't up yet. I also have the brightness on my computer pretty low, so that can help too. But there are times where it feels like the computer screen is like the sun. So I just put my blue light glasses on for a little while. I don't keep them on the whole time, maybe for about an hour or so. And it helps just enough. Yeah, I remember the compression gloves. I have put mine somewhere safe and haven't seen them in about four months because I was having our house done and I don't know where they are. But they are really good. They are great for if you have arthritis, if you have repetitive strain syndrome, or like me, if you've got bad circulation and your hands get cold. I find the compression actually, it's weird because it compresses, but it actually helps the blood flow. I don't get the science of it because I haven't looked into it, but they are really good. And if I remember, I will try and put a link down to where I got them, which is probably just Amazon, but which brand, and I'll put them down at the bottom. So yes, they are very good. I do like them. I actually think that's why you recommended them to me because I saw them and because they're fingerless gloves too. I didn't mention that they're fingerless and my hands are always, always cold, especially when I'm typing in the winter. And I think I, I asked you, I was like, cause I've tried wearing regular ass gloves while I type. And obviously it doesn't work because they're not fingerless and they're winter gloves. So it's kind of stupid to type with. And I was like, Oh, where'd you get that pair of fingerless gloves? I need that to type. And then we got to talking about how cold we get couple of old ladies <laughs> there we go yeah actually yeah Rachel's right they're fingerless and they're not like thick gloves they're not like thick woolly no. gloves they're very thin like cotton like gloves so you don't really realize you're wearing them you don't really focus on it because I know some people are like well you can wear fingerless gloves but if you wear fingerless gloves they're like fuzzy woolly ones you can usually feel the extra yeah. pressure between your fingers and things so yeah yeah, the compression ones are really good. I know my glasses have, I have two sets of glasses because I'm that old now. And I have one for regular wearing and one for using a computer screen. And the one with the computer screen has got some sort of like weird coating on them. 
a, a tint on them. I can't remember if it's a blue light or it's anti-glare or something, but there are specific, they've got some specific weird green tint that helps when you're using a computer. So yeah, definitely agree with that, especially if you are a glasses wearer. So let's move on to my next point, which I'm probably going to get a little pushback from. I keep saying that at the moment. You're probably wondering why I said that, because we've recorded like three episodes today and in each one, I think I've said that. So, <laughs> and that is daylight. What I mean by that is natural light. It's much better for you to have daylight than than artificial light. If you've ever worked in an office with those horrible fluorescent tubes, you will know how true that is. Because if you ever got a desk near a window, oh, the best, the best thing you can do in an office. So obviously, this is a suggestion for people who write in the daytime. I know there's night writers out there. But if you're a daytime writer, try and have natural light. And if you can't have natural light or it's not as easy because of the placement of your desk or, you know, maybe you've just got houses right behind you that block natural light, try and get lamps or lights that have natural light. You can get those daylight lamps. I have a daylight lamp I use for SAD syndrome that I suffer from during the year. And even my office has new giant lights that are specific daylight lamps. And it really makes a difference. If you're a night writer um, or an evening writer, a daylight lamp can help because it kind of keeps you awake. Obviously, if you're writing really late and you don't want to be kept awake after you're writing, then try and get some soft lights, like warm colours, not blue light. That can help because that way it's not going to keep you awake a lot, but also it's not going to give you the eye strain. And you can get these lamps, these softer, like yellow lamps, like a yellow glow lamps or just the bulbs to help soften it. It does help. I think if you can avoid anything where you've got eye strain, like Rachel mentioned, obviously it means you can write longer, doesn't it? Rather than like constantly rubbing your eyes and feeling tired. And reusing screens does make you tired. It also makes you blink less. So don't forget to look away from the screen regularly. It's one of those things. One of the reasons we get eye strain is we don't blink as much when we're staring at screens. So you should look away and also blink more. <laughs> but yeah, just I'd mention that because I keep forgetting to do that weird i think i knew that that you blink less and i think i actually uh looked it up one time when you're on the computer all day long whether it's for work or whatever i think technically what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to look away from your computer screen for about five minutes every 20 minutes which seems a little excessive to me i mean it's probably i'm not arguing with it i think it's it's a good idea but who in their right mind is going to do that? Who's going to set a timer for every 20 minutes, especially when you're writing or when you're working on a blog post or doing research or something? We're not paying attention to that. We, we don't even remember to shower or to eat. So forget that. So I do agree with Ari. Definitely get the right lighting. Get your blue light glasses. Do whatever you have to do so that you don't strain your eyes and that you don't hurt your body just in general. I'm going to continue on with my final point, and that's general office supplies. It's completely obvious to have general office supplies at your writing space, but it's fun to talk about, so that's why it's on this list. Most of us write on the computer, but we also need to take notes and make sketches of characters and maps and all that fun stuff. Some people do all of this on the computer, and that's totally fine, but I like to write things out on pen and paper sometimes. So I have plenty of notebooks, sticky notes, colored pens, highlighters, and every general office supplies that you can think of. I also have a folder that's filled with things I've printed out for book research or online courses I've taken about writing, so they're in an easy spot for me to look back on. And if I need to look up something real quick, I could just turn away from my computer, given my eyes that five minute break and thumb through some 
hard copy stuff. And also it's just fun. I mean, you can change the font, you can change the coloring of whatever you're writing on the computer, but having sticky notes that are different shapes, different sizes, different colors, and then of course having highlighters and different colored pens, it just makes things more fun and unique and you can color code stuff. I don't know, it makes it more appealing to me rather than the generic black and white bright screen. So yeah, definitely whatever you set up your writing desk, make sure that you have all the office supplies that you need for your writing, whether it's note-taking, research, or actually printing out your manuscript and just having it on hand for editing. Totally. I think if you're setting up a writing desk, you need to think about exactly what you want and then have it and then add more because you'll always forget something you need. As Rachel said, like sticky notes, colored pens. I mean, we, me and Rachel love our colored pens. And I think I've got like four tubs full of, of colored pens, different sizes on my desk. And I use them all the time. And each writing desk is going to be different. I use little tabs, which are like probably about the size of business cards. Actually, a lot of them are old business cards from when I used to work in offices and they rebranded and, and decided to chuck out like 4,000 business cards. So I took them and I've got stacks of them. And I use them for tabbing and outlining my, my novel. So I have things like that on my desk. I always have sticky notes of different sizes because I can use them all the time. My folders I don't use as often, so they're further back. But my world books, whenever I'm using them, they're always stuck on my desk. Same with pencils, pens, things like that. So yeah, think about what you're going to need and put them within arm's reach. Because the worst thing is if you're in the middle of writing and you want to make notes and you have to get up and wander out to a different room and find things, especially if you're, you don't have them on hand and then you're wandering around the house going, does anyone know where the sticky notes are? So yeah, keep everything at arm's reach as much as you can <laughs> and organized. But yes, we do love our colored pens, don't we? Well, you know, the funny thing is I, I have a crack ton of colored pens as well and highlighters and stuff, but the sticky notes, I put myself on, you know how people put themselves on a book buying ban? I put myself on a sticky note buying ban <laughs> two years ago, and I still haven't been able to buy any be because that's how many sticky notes oh, I have. Wow. And I use them frequently and quite often, at, but two years. No, I have a problem. That's like my biggest problem is sticky notes. I don't know why. I, I The thing I don't like about sticky notes is I use them all the time and I write them and there's a load literally stuck on the wall of my desk because my desk is a corner desk that goes, it goes up and the shelves on either side and my monitor and then there's like a, a roof on top of it and I've got a drawer on my left-hand side and it's just covered in sticky notes that I never check. And then like once in a blue moon, I look and go, oh shit, I was supposed to pay that. Oops. I haven't done that. And or like I'll, I'll see a note and I'll be like, oh, damn it. I've just changed that thing in that novel. And there's the fucking answer I could have used. So that should be another point. Do use your your stationery and your and your products and then check them. Don't be like me who just constantly fills sticky notes with notes and then forgets to check them again. I really need to stop doing that. Have a tidy desk, people. It's very important. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Bonus point for you. When you when you buy all of this crap for your writing space, you might want to tidy it and organize it. <laughs> there you go. Okay, we're going to wrap it up. You might be thinking, is that all? But obviously, we're not going to point out the really obvious things. Have a lap. But yeah, no. the yeah. things are 
have a comfy chair, be comfortable. And if you're a standing desk writer, have a comfy padded mat. I think you can get these special like silicon squidgy padded mats you can stand on. It just puts a little bit less pressure on your heels and things. Blue light glasses and compression gloves to stop eye strain and to help you, especially if you do a lot of typing or you have bad circulation or anything like that. Try and position your desk near daylight if you can. It really does help. And if you can't, consider spending money on a natural light or lamp either for your ceiling light or a desk lamp it does help again it helps against eye strain and also you know how you get tired the more you use a computer natural daylight helps to actually combat that so having a lamp like that will let you work longer and as rachel said you need to look away from your screen and actually one of the points is you should look away from your screen and you should look distantly so if you're looking at a screen close when you move your eyes away you should be looking further away it's apparently supposed to help you stop getting bad eyes yeah so just do that people if you can remember and obviously general office supplies you know you're going to need them you know you're going to need pens and sticky notes and notepads and folders so make sure you've got them easy reach anything you're going to need set up your desk so they're close by it doesn't stop your flow when you're writing that's the one thing we don't want to stop the flow okay with that said let's turn it over to you guys what do you have around your writing space what's the most important thing you think you need in a writing space and we'd love to chat about it so tell us your answers in the comments below and if you want more of the merry writer podcast then be sure to follow us on podbean youtube or wherever you're listening and for as little as one dollar a month you can join us on patreon at patreon.com forward slash the merry writer podcast for bonus content it helps to keep our show going and we really do appreciate the support in the meantime tune in every wednesday for a new episode of the merry writer podcast where we ask all the right questions thanks for listening bye Hi. This podcast is brought to you by Reams of Paper. We're killing trees. The music, titled Inspired, is by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.